drinking with the jackets fans hopefully y'all hear that uh bottle open crack uh but we're here with a special special basketball focused podcast featuring our really good friends ronnie and colin chase this is the first time we've done two guys at the same time and i mean that in a non-sexual way but this is going to be a lot of fun yep <laughs> it's a it's a party of four and um I feel like a lot of our talk so far has been about football. Uh, so I'm excited to kind of do a deep dive into basketball. It's a hot topic amongst the GT community right now. Ugh. And uh, very happy to have two former players on, on the on the pod with us. So thank you guys for joining. Yeah. Thank you. It's great to be here. What's going Good on? To be guys? here. Congrats on the platform, gentlemen. Oh, thanks. So we are always <laughs> with, you know, we already opened our beers. So um, what beer are you drinking? And then who you are, what you're doing now, and then uh, we'll go into like a, a little bit more after that. Yeah, I'll start. Yeah, so I'm drinking the the COVID special, the Corona Extra, everyone. Yeah, um, this has kind of been my trademark drink since I moved down here uh, to Miami, March 2020. So you can imagine how fun that was. <laughs> um, with that being said, I uh, moved down here for a job, worked for a renewable energy company or just energy. Um, I'm basically project manager, engineer, whatever you want to call me, um, you know, in our establishment. And long story short is uh, we help, you know, sell renewable energy across the United States. So very fun, um, you know, great business to be in and, you know, world changing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Is that it? Did I answer all the questions? That's that's, that's cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what you got, Colin? What I got? All right. So I moved to Boston uh, about two years ago with my wife, Piper. So I'm drinking Harpoon Rec League. Oh, wow. A uh, local IPA. Nice. Um, A little IPA. Six IPAs in an hour. Woof. Yeah. It's, so it's an IPA, but it's a four percenter. Oh, strikeable. Um, I don't know how they did it, but I first tried this at uh, at Harpoon Fest a few months ago. Um, it's a it's a go to Boston spot in the summer. Are you are you starting to get a little Boston accent? <laughs> don't do me like that. Are you getting a South Carolina accent? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been up here for two years. Uh, I'm doing analytics at an insurance company. Uh, um, and I'm still doing the military thing. So I'm an aviator for uh, Connecticut National Guard, flying Blackhawks still. Been doing yeah. that for four years. And um, yeah, getting ready for a deployment overseas um, in the next certain number of weeks and months. So where, where, where are you getting deployed? I just had uh, our buddy across the, uh, or at least my buddy across the street, he uh, just got deployed with the Tennessee National Guard to Syria. So, we'll yeah, so I might be picking up the torch from him. Um, we're doing the whole uh, Middle East area of responsibility. So, could be Syria, Iraq, Jordan, Kuwait, uh, any number of countries over there um, where we still have a footprint. Um, so, we'll see. I'm not actually exactly sure which station I'll be at. Um, but maybe I'll high five them on the way in and out. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. Well, here's to you, Colin. Man. Yeah, cheers, yeah. man. Cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to that. 
Chase, speaking of God, you got a Mick Ultra, dude? Yeah, I'm back to the classic Mick Ultra tonight. Damn it, I knew it. <laughs> well, yeah, and to surprise everybody, I got another one of my friend Ryan's hazy IPA concoctions. So unlike Colin, who's smart with 4%, I'm rocking like a 7%. So this is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The common theme for Josh. Yeah, I, I go into the fridge and just look in there. I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be an adventure. <laughs> you were drinking bourbon the last episode I listened to. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. Cool, man, <laughs> dude. All right, next next episode I'll do bourbon to get. Okay. <laughs> I ended up on the floor. Well, shoot. Well, Chase, you want to lead us in? Yeah, guys. So, um, I obviously mentioned to the. To the audience that you guys were basketball players um what what year did you guys start i know we we were all there together through the brian gregory era but just uh maybe tell us a little bit about how you kind of got involved with the program what made you want to uh walk on to the team and and what was that process like for you guys yeah uh i guess i'll start so um always wanted to play basketball it's been my my passion um I was a basketball baseball football through middle school and then got to high school and just stuck to basketball and baseball but um I was decent at baseball but it was just too boring for me um so I have an older sister uh she also went to Georgia Tech so that's what kind of got my eye on the institute there um I mean, she was there from 03 to 08, so kind of in her beginning years, you know, Georgia Tech was pretty good. Um, so I definitely enjoyed watching them and, you know, got to see how great of a impact the, uh, the ACC had on the league and it's just somewhere where I was like, I always wanted to play. Um, so... First and foremost, I always wanted to go to Georgia Tech engineering degree. That was my, you know, my uh, intent, um, but definitely wanted to take a chance and try out. So my freshman year was 2011. Um, I actually tried out for the team that first year didn't make the team. Um, that process, it was, it was probably about, I don't know, eight or 10 of us. We'll say eight of us because I remember we had couple of uh, players playing against us, but essentially they had us run a whole bunch of drills. We did five on five. They ran us to death. We saw how out of shape we were. And they kind of told us at the end of the day who made the team, who didn't. Um, unfortunately, was, I didn't was, make Was it just one day? It was one day. Yeah, it was one day. And and really, it's, you know, it's to the point to see like, look, who can hold their own, who's in shape. And, you know, that's kind of what I got from it. Um, fortunately at that time, didn't make the team. Um, but I did want to at least stay in the basketball, you know, realm. So what I actually did my freshman year is I joined the gold squad and practiced against the women's team um, and did that for my majority of my freshman year. So that was actually very fun and, you know, somewhat competitive, very competitive. Um, got to watch, uh, you know, some of them play in high school and get to play against them on the court was confirm my fear of, oh, wow, you know, I don't want to guard Sydney Wallace ever, um, you know, and <laughs> on yeah. a basketball court. She was good. 
Oh, very good. Um, so that was kind of my first year. Um, and then again, uh, fast forward to 2012, tried out again and ended up making the team. Um, and at that time, uh, it was myself. I know Colin was there and there was, I feel like there were a couple other people. Can't remember. Uh, <laughs> I, I like Colin tell the truth. Like I'm, this is, I'm, I'm pulling, pulling from the memory banks here, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, made the team, uh, was there from 2012 till 2014. Um, after 2014, that was kind of my last year. And then, you know, 2015 got out and started my whole adult life. So that was kind of the, the tryout and the tryout experience there was, I don't know, pretty much the same. Well, I'll, again, I'll let Colin talk to it a little bit more, but, um, definitely, one of those one day and we'll figure out how to make the team and kind of went from there. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think there was four or five of us. Um, I know one both. big made it, right? Yeah, there was one was one there. big guy. He's maybe six six, and I wish I remember his name because um, he was he was kind of a dog. Man, it's so sad. None of us can remember. Yeah. He was good too. He's probably the best of the three of us. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But the format was, it was interesting because it was kind of like, I don't know, a, a cage match kind of format. We just did like three hours of two on twos. So they paired us every, uh, every imaginable way. Uh, and who, any of us who was on this kid's team won our game. Um, so he made us look super good. But me and Ronnie paired up. We won our game. Um, each of us paired up with this kid. And I got to go look it up. He, he was, <laughs> um, but we won our games. I think there was one or two other kids there um, who didn't end up making it. Uh, but it, it was interesting to get a taste, the first taste of the college basketball life. Um, I don't know if you guys have talked about or remember Kiki Hicks. Uh, but... <laughs> But he was on uh, he was on the baseline, running back and forth, and I think his whole job there was just to up the intensity of the two yeah. on twos. So you'd be like, "This is a fight. You're playing for your spot." Um, so it ends up getting kind of intense. Like we're setting screens for each other, getting to the rack. Kiki's calling fouls. He called no fouls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like who's going to be the most physical, and, and we're trying to find the guy that's going to take it to our scholarship players in practice. That was, that was my interpretation of it. No, Kiki, Kiki introduced me to fucking problems in the, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Old laundry. I heard him like mumbling it one day and I turned around and I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking about? He looked at me. I love bad bitches. That's my, I was like, I lost it. I was like, oh, two chains. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, was cool. 2012. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah that's, that's, that was my freshman year, 2012. Um, the way I got there, I yeah, grew like, up in like, how did How did you, like, was there some sort of, like, announcement that, like, tryouts were this week, or did you guys, like, seek it out with the coaches or what? Yeah, because I know, like, Chase, they were looking for managers, just, like, a random like, flyer or email or something, right? And then the only reason I knew about it is because you told me, give you – priority registration and like yeah, 500 bucks yeah they, they didn't let anybody be a manager that wasn't an issue 
<laughs> I was wondering like if Jacobs did the same shit. We're just like, hey, I've got a flyer. Yeah, they advertise the shoes too, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no good. Go ahead, Ronnie. No, well, about. no, I was gonna say, I'm, yeah. Well, at least my freshman year, I I had to uh, kind of seek them out and you know let them know, hey, I'm I'm interested in trying out. Um, I was a little lucky because I came in at the same time as Aaron Pete, who is a preferred oh, walk. So, you know, he um, kind of already knew the coaches and talked to them and whatnot. So I kind of knew who to find. Um, and then, I mean, kind of the same thing the next year is you kind of have to hunt them down. Like they're not going to really announce, hey, everyone come try out for the team. It's, it's one of those things where he, at least for me, you know, I had to hunt them down and say, hey, look, I'm really interested. I think I can, you know, at least help <laughs> help make your team better and then and then kind of go from there. Yeah, for me, um, I didn't hear about it on a flyer or anything. I don't think it was advertised. Uh, I grew up in Connecticut. I was probably a D3 basketball talent. Um, had a couple of schools talking to me about, you know, getting good minutes on a D3 team. Merchant Marine Academy and a couple of local schools. Um, but I went to tech for the education. I wanted to do engineering, um, just like everyone on this call, I think. Um, but the interesting piece about when you grow up in the central Connecticut area, it's a big basketball state. And we're right in the shadow of uh, the ESPN home offices. So you'll see a bunch of ESPN dudes um, kind of hanging around the area. Uh, and for a long time, the late great Stuart Scott was one of my family's close friends. Oh, sure. um, he, my mom was his banker, and uh, we we play commandos like late at night in the Avon, the Avon Bank of America. Um, so I knew him for a long time. Uh, but my plan when I got to Georgia Tech is like, all right, I want to play in the ACC. I'm not a scholarship guy. I'm gonna try to get a walk on slot if I can. So I'm just gonna show up go to the athletic offices and figure out what's what. Mm. Um, but un unbeknownst to me, without me asking, Stuart, um, my guy gave a, gave a blind claw to Coach Gregory. <laughs> it was like, hey, I got this kid. Um, he's not getting any D1 scholarship offers, but, uh, you know, he's pretty good on his high school team. He was a captain. He was, um, you know, Hartford current five, Fab Five list. Uh Give him a shot if if you feel like it. Um, you don't have to, you know. I'm just just calling to reach out and say, hey, so, yeah. Send an email to uh, to Posh, Coach Pastorino. Hey. We'll try to get you in a tryout. Coach Pastorino. Oh yeah, host. <laughs> I I, did, I didn't know that story, man. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I got in the room, and then uh, I'm hoping um, the skills took over from there. Hey. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <with> <laughs> a few matches, but. Yeah, so that's how, that's how I got there. Um, weird story. No, that's a cool story, dude. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Stu. Yeah, cheers to Stu. Another one. Another one. <laughs> Miami, baby. Miami. <laughs> Man, that was a really cool story, though. Um so Colin, I know we talked about, you know, a little bit about you being, uh, I guess, deployed soon, you know, with the National Guard. How was, how was balancing basketball, being an engineering student, and then also being in the ROTC? You're crazy, man. 
Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think a better man probably could have done it pretty well. I, I struggled with it at times. Um, our sophomore year, we got to travel with the team a lot more. So we'd be going on road games. And as you guys know, the road trips ramp up December, January, February, when the ACC matches start to come into play. Um, so you can have weeks late in the semester, the fall semester, where you're gone for two or three days out of the week. And uh, managing an engineering schedule, as you all know, you're taking five, six classes. They're not slouch classes. You miss two or three days out of the week. You got a ton of catching up to do. Um, so you add that to you know, morning practices, film study, weight sessions, ROTC obligations, um, which I think I, I probably put that a little bit on the back burner to, to its detriment freshman and sophomore year. Um, the cool thing I will say, we had to do PT every morning for the ROTC program, but because I was an athlete on the team, they let that slide. Oh, so nice. Everyone in my class hated me, but I never <laughs> had to go to PT at five in the morning. The downside is Coach Buley had me in the weight room at five in the morning anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah, I was like, I don't think you're really getting off easy either way. <laughs> Mike Buley. <laughs> like this, look, Colin, to this day, I'm just like, when did this man sleep? Because I looked, I did not have ROTC. I only had engineering and basketball, and I'm still sitting here like running off for three hours of sleep. So I'm like having that I, to this day. Like man of steel over here, man. Iron, iron five, true yeah, iron. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good. Uh, that's a good segue into the next question. <laughs> yeah. What What is the iron five? That was gonna be our next topic here. Um. So yeah, tell tell us about the iron five and um, a little bit about what you guys did. Ronald, go for it. I mean, for starters, we are all we are the best. Part of Georgia Tech basketball. I just want to. Throw that. <laughs> no, we are definitely. Yes, no. Definitely the manager's favorite squad. Manager's always rooting for the Iron Five, baby. <laughs> um, but no, Iron Five. Look, I mean, <laughs> we look. We are. We were at that time. Um, Coach Buley's workout dummies. <laughs> meaning whatever you know whatever he wanted to somewhat test on the team we were the first ones to experience and experience it in full force with this full focus because guess what there's only five of us working out at the time and he can just you know really hone in on us um so you know first and foremost look we're we're definitely the ones in the gym the most Yes, in the gym the most before games, um, you know, after practice, whatever, we're expected to lead, kind of lead the team there. Um, in regards to, you know, actual the team practices, whatnot, I mean, look, we're essentially, we're the other team every day. Um, you know, a couple times I was, I got to be, um, ooh, ooh, I was like no, trying to name drop and I can't even. Think of um, look, Joe Shane Harris, Larkin. yeah, Joe yeah. Harris, Shane Larkin, whoever, right? Like, we were the other team, we are 
the professional we are the professional playbook like we knew everyone's plays on top of our plays we knew everyone's plays we knew how to run them and we wanted to run them to you know the way that the coaches needed to see them so our team's prepared for the games um and i mean look our main our main goal every day in practice is to battle with them you know battle with the scholarship players and make sure they are prepared to see whatever looks we're giving them um and really compete um and again not even on the court but as as well as in the gym on, in the weight room and we got a lot of extra time in the weight room so you know it benefited us a good bit you know i was probably in the best shape of my life um but i mean yeah it's been one of those we are the iron five the walk-ons sometimes the red shirt freshmen or, or red shirt you know transfer players will be on our team um not not necessarily part of the iron five but you know we'll we'll, we'll accept some reinforcements right um <laughs> But yeah, we were just kind of that team that uh, really competed against our scholarship players and made sure we're ready. We're ready to compete against what's coming out uh, the next, you know, home or away game. I used to love when you guys would get a bucket or a stop, <laughs> and then like the coaches would just get so pissed. What I mean, the they'd, hell? they'd hype you up, but then they'd be like, just so <laughs> mad at the at the guys. Of course. Uh, it was, I mean, it was patronizing, right? You let this kid score? Of course. Six foot nothing. He's a 20-inch vertical. He just scored on you? That's Shane Larkin right there. <laughs> He's sitting over there like, hey, I'm trying hard, too. I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, I was like, I could, could you run cookie right now? That's like the only play I can remember. Oh, my goodness. I Look, I could do more. That was an inbound play, right? It, it is. I was yes, like, yes, it was. On um, I saw my playbook on CD. Dude, wait, do you still have yours, Colin? You got it on CD. You don't. You didn't get one. No. <laughs> I got the whole playbook. H, what the hell, man? Videos of us in there too. Like, look, we're running plays. I look. I'll burn one for you, man. I need. I need that. I, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna use that. Look, one day I'm gonna start coaching these kids. I'm like, look, I got a whole playbook in here. We're we're gonna run these teams. We're going to run wide pin downs until we throw up. There we go. There you go. High hand, high hand. High hand, high hand. <laughs> yeah. Ball screen, ball screen. Oh, man. No, that's awesome. I think it was a really, yeah, really good explanation what the Iron Five was. Um, kind of related to that, you know, during your time as the core of the Iron Five, which team's scheme was probably the hardest to replicate, you think? Like, which, which teams like setup was like the most difficult? Because y'all, like you said, like, you just name dropped uh, Joe Harris and stuff too. Yeah, my my guess would be Syracuse, but that's just yeah, a that's guess. what I was thinking too, with their zone. But I could, Ronnie's like, wow. was, uh, we always did really well against Syracuse. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. The zone, it, it's it's a simple concept. It's just difficult to have the discipline. Um, I think the team I struggled with was North Carolina. I was going to say that um, too. <laughs> because they just space the floor and they have the best athletes in the country. So it's yeah. not about schemes. It's like, um, yeah, it's just, it's four out, one guy in the middle, one-on-one -on -one play. Yeah. No screens, no pin downs, no horns actions. And they, they had that stuff in the repertoire. Uh, um, but they knew like man for man, they could beat any team in the ACC, any team in the country one-on-one. -on -one. 
Um, so, so us trying to do that and uh, replicate some of the talent they had was uh, pretty difficult. Do you remember their inbound play? It was literally like they literally told us just to like run around like in circles, yeah, and like and get open. And I'm like, what? No, I think like, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what kind of inbound play is this? And I'm like, well, they're athletic enough; they they can get open whenever they want. Get the ball. Yeah, like, was McAdoo inbound in that? Yeah, McAdoo. Look, yeah. I will tell you that and I was about to say this is the best part of practice when we would have Aaron Peak at half court. We would <laughs> we would shoot the ball on you know whatever tackle shoot whatever and we'll have Aaron at half court already running and he's like and you know coaches would rip oh yeah yeah he's out there he's running like a deer and I'm like oh my goodness like this granted that practice was a little I was like this is a little a little extreme but I I get the message that they were sending like look they he can run and he will get open and open floor. Yes, that is uh but McAdoo is very much on that team and yeah. very much a runner. Tokido, JP Tokido, Marcus Page were were on that team. Oh uh, uh, yeah. They had some athletes. Reusing screens. Look, now, now that you're bringing names up, I was like, remember what, what our assignments were, right? Yeah. Use the screen, go back, use it again. It's and it's cool to, you know, act like you're those players and like, oh, try my best. <laughs> Yeah. I think that I could never do this, but uh, if you want me to do it, coach, sure. <laughs> I think Virginia had some pretty good schemes, if I remember. Um, yeah, that seems like a pretty professional team. They had Joe Harris. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of back cuts, a lot of movement off the ball, if I remember. Um, but when you got Joe Harris, ACC Player of the Year, you're gonna be all right. <laughs> no, the one thing that annoyed—I I won't say annoyed me—but <laughs> some of the teams that would run the same, like Wake Forest, like they ran the same offense as us. I'm like, really? <laughs> Are we really running three right now? <laughs> this is a, yeah, I'm like, now this just feels like normal practice, and now we're cheating the plays. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't do it in the games. That would be the most frustrating part. We know what they're running, guys. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it in practice, do it in the game too. Like, why not? But yeah. It's, uh, I would definitely say UNC was also the toughest schemes for me to kind of get, you know, get adjusted to, I'd say. Yeah, I remember I, I went on that road trip one time and, whew, yeah, they, they took it to us. They were, they were good. Yeah. I'd never seen, it was like, that place was loud and everything Ooh. in that whole arena was Tar Heel Blue. The trash bags, everything. It's it's like a what twenty five thousand person stadium. Yes, you, you go in there and you see stupid. George's name in the rafters. You're like, damn. Yeah, uh, like I actually, uh, let's see, twenty sixteen. I think I was able to go to Tech UNC at at UNC, and I was don't tell anyone, but I was able to sit and sneak into the student section, and um, it was. It was an experience, and it was a really close game too, um, if I remember correctly, until the last four minutes, which is always the fun time of the game. Um, but yeah, that was it. Was a very different experience being in there, and like even trying to compare it to Syracuse, where you know they fit thirty plus thousand people, but right. that stadium, that you know dome versus like an actual basketball arena, it's it's very different. Yeah. What? 
I know, like, you probably not didn't get to travel to, like, every game, but, like, during your travel experience, which which environment was, like, the coolest to witness? I mean, well, I'd say we, I mean, we've been to almost every arena, right, Except for, for me, I didn't so, get to go to Louisville. Me either. I think just Louisville for me. Uh, but I yeah, mean, no. Yeah, because it wasn't like football. I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all traveled oh, yeah, like every game. Yeah. 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 No. Um, I remember. I only really got to go to Clemson. Uh, that he was, stole all the yeah, other ones. That was, that was to your own detriment, Josh. That yeah, you picked yeah. that every year. I know. I want to go and see my cousin. That was lame. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, Colin. I'll let you go first. I know my answer. <laughs> All right, I, I guess I'll give I'll give my top three. So oh, top one, three. Best one's Cameron Indoor. That's got to be the best arena in college basketball. Fans are there two hours before the game, before we got there. Their uh, their smack talk is so poignant. It's so specific. It's like, man, white boy, you suck. You only have this team to raise the GPA. Yeah, you're, from you're from Connecticut. They know they know it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your high school girlfriend was ugly <laughs> not true they, they didn't say that it's not true <laughs> um but yeah that was the best environment reaching out and touching you when you're inbounding the ball on the uh on the left sideline um Syracuse was the coolest I think just 25,000 people in a football stadium um dudes in there with binoculars watching the game and we beat them in Syracuse too, which was awesome. Yes, we did. Uh, I think they were number six at the time. And then I think the closest to like an NBA arena was Virginia. Um, I walked in there and I kind of felt like going into the garden. Like they had the stadium seating, multiple decks. Um, they actually had a full, like seemed like a full-time staff there, an announcer that was really good. It was like a production at Virginia. So that's my top three, I think. Cameron, um, Syracuse, and then Virginia. I'm, now I'm curious. I do. What's, what's your fourth now? No, not because you're you're spot on with the top three. That's my same top three. But now I'm like, what's your fourth? I, I just want to see how far down the list we're the same. <laughs> if you don't have a fourth, um, I don't think I have a fourth. It's I'm definitely not Little John because I, I was gonna say, no. I was gonna say Notre Dame. Like I felt Notre Dame was cool. It was cool. Um, it kind of felt like Tech a little bit, maybe. Um, but they were so polite there. I thought, did, did, did y'all go on the, were y'all around for the Illinois trip? No, how was that one? Uh, they, think, we played them at home the time when we were there. Okay, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think y'all came on the next year. My the first year that I was a manager, we went to Illinois. And that surprised me how cool that place was. Hmm. Um, that was just one of those, I ended up like, we went out to California on like a Thanksgiving trip. Oh, and that's then, Disney too, right? Yeah, that, yeah. And then we went to uh, Illinois on the way back before we went to Atlanta, and I was just like, at that point, I was ready to come home. But uh, <laughs> that one kind of that one kind of snuck up on me how cool that place was. Yeah, is that a Big Ten ACC challenge game? Yeah, those are always kind of cool. Yeah, I like I like Northwestern. We played them a couple times. They had a, they had a decent spot. Uh, I think I just like going to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, Colin, Colin definitely nailed. I mean, those are my top three as well. Um, but Cameron, Cameron and Nori, yeah, I, I mean, that was and I and I always 
tell my coworkers about this. I was like, best experience ever. Um, literally, to have to sit on the bench, you know, like next to Colin and like try to talk to him and not hear him when you're literally right next to him, you're like, wow, like it is loud in here. Um, and back, you know, back to Colin's point, like it's, it is from, from the point of warm up, like we didn't even have the chance to warm out without, without them attacking us emotionally, whatever you, (laughs) (laughs) where it's just like, look, from the moment we step on the court, eyes are on you. They are focused on you. They are here to get in your head. Just amazing. And then just to realize like how small that arena is. So yes, it felt like a high school gym guys. Like, yeah. When we, when we did the warm ups, practice and stuff, like it was, it was a high school gym. It's because they pushed the uh, the state the seating back, right? Like the just like a high school gym, right? It's yes, and it is um, which I will say I appreciate because there is this one ritual that BG would always have, and all the walk-ons have to go and touch the highest point in the in the arena. So it was nice to see, like, hey, I just have to run up these bleachers. Yeah, <laughs> just a couple steps. Yeah, just a couple steps and go back down. Um. But then also just the intensity of the fans. They're engaged the whole time. I mean, very much the true college experience, college basketball ACC experience that, that you just could dream of. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that definitely has a, a warm spot in my heart there. Uh, I agree. I remember I'm, I got lucky enough to manage that one. I think it was my senior year. And my parents were living in Raleigh at the time. And they ended up getting tickets from – someone they knew that was like a Duke season ticket holder. Um, and I mean, their fans are so serious though. They're like, you can go as Georgia tech fan, but you do not, you do not root for Georgia tech. Like you can do it quietly and you have to wear a white shirt. Like don't you no yellow, no gold. And so they went in there, they wore their white stuff. They just kept quiet, silently cheering for tech the whole time. But uh, yeah, they're, they're serious there, man. Neutral colors only. That blue blood. What was yeah. like similar vein? What was the best atmosphere in McCamish that you can remember for a game? Hmm. Hmm. I'm I'm thinking like one of the cool ones was that UNC snow game. I That's what I was gonna say, yeah. With all the students, the it was one. ruckus. That was so unique. <laughs> It was, it was a good game until it like, was until the last four minutes. Um, oh. <laughs> um, it's always the last four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? No, that very much, yeah. Um, and that was a very and look, Brooks, Brooks, got to play that game. That look, that was a part that I was hype about. <laughs> Brooks, and I was like, yes, this we're ready. Um, yeah, it was cool to have, you know, again, no, not many people can get to us, right? Because everything is snowed in and, right, you hear the stories of UNC having to, they might walk to our campus, so I'm sure they weren't happy about that. Um, but, you know, having, the, you know, our fan base there, friends, college students there, it was, it definitely was a good time. It was a great, great atmosphere. 
Yeah, that was a cool one. There's probably nothing else going on on campus that night. So ESPN yeah, was supposed was to be crazy. there. That was the look. That was the sad part. We're supposed to be on ESPN that day. Yeah, and yeah. They couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't yeah, even get in. That, that's true. Yeah, they couldn't get the, the they media crew there. Yeah, yeah. So it was still look. It was still fun. Still a great game. Seeing the coaches and they're not all dressed up. They're in polos and sneakers, which was kind of odd. But I was like, all right, yeah. we'll uh. We'll roll with it, I guess, since we're not on TV. I don't know, um, but no. It was when did time. they start making the um, like the big heads that they hold up? <laughs> like the coach Gregory, they had a Brooks one, I think, at one point. Yeah, yeah. They did. yeah I didn't. Tommy, I think Tommy made like some of our pledges make their own too. Oh, yeah. And, like I remember, they had one of me, one of our yes, one friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's, it's terrible. I already got to turn around and see your mug. Nice. <laughs> Stomp. Stomp. Stomp's here. Yeah. I, that was the, the crazy thing. I, I, I do remember, like, there was times, like, we would pack out in the Cambridge, like, like UGA game, and it got lit. Like, it was fun. Uh, yeah. But then, you know, other times. I think some of it definitely was against the opponent that we played. We had some good wins. Yeah, I was, and I was going to say, and I was going to say, I'm also a little biased about this because I, you know, scored scored a couple points. Um, but I was and unfortunately the atmosphere was intense because we were playing Duke. But um I'll say our our game against Duke at home for me was kind of special. Oh um, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, look, score two points over Jabari Parker, everyone. <laughs> I just want to—I want to put that out there on record. That—that that is in the record. That's in the books. Can't take that away. Um, but no, it's—you know—those games where you do have those opponents that travel heavily. I do like that. Um, so we'll say the UVA's, the the UNC's, even though they didn't get to that year, the Dukes. Um, you know, I although it, the crowd. Is sometimes not in your favor. It's still nice to just have that atmosphere. This is a big game. This is intense. This you feed off of the crowd. Um, I'm one of those people that feed off of the opposing opposing crowd probably more than the home crowd. Um, so you know, I I enjoy situations like those. Like you know, let's let's shut them up. Let's make them quiet. Let's uh let's go home. Like those games when we upset Syracuse when they're you know top ten or Miami when they're Top five, and you're just Miami saying, game like, was lit. The silence you can hear us yelling, cheering on the court, and then you just listen around, and you just hear nothing. It's just like moments like that just you know make me feel amazing. So, um, I will say when other teams come and travel heavily, I will say I like I like that as well. Um, but hopefully, we can get it back to when our home crowd is That's you right. know, is yeah, is with us and ready to come cheer us on and all of that. I hope speaking so. of cheering us on, we're on beer. <laughs> so have another one. Another one. Another one. Yeah, I'm gonna drink to that one. Dude, hit me in the face like Mike Buley right now, like a oh. great train. <laughs> oh, <Dude>. Buley! <laughs> a, a few times they actually gave Josh the, the the pad, like in the in the paint. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I was still I I can't remember what practice it was. I had a pad. T had a pad, and T like I don't know hit. It wasn't Dan. It was it was 
somebody else, maybe Robert Carter or something. And I just remember BG blowing up going, T, you're the dumbest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. And I about pooped myself. I'm like, dude, I cannot mess up right now. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you guys had you guys such a such a fine line to walk. Um because they get pissed at you if you're dogging it and you're not challenging them. But then like Yeah, we can't hurt them though. Yeah. Yeah. If you go if you go too hard on the assets. <laughs> I think that's why we always loved y'all. It's because it was like the same boat. It was just like we love the team. We're here for y'all. Shit, don't hit up like don't kill me though. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Coach Schmidt just wanted a diet coke all the time. Oh man. That's what that's one of my favorites right there. Oh yeah, he was he was definitely our favorite. Yeah. Oh man. Schmidt was cool. Schmitty. <laughs> such a down to earth dude. But he, yeah. he had the worst insults. Because it's like it's like arguing with your wife. Like he knows exactly what to say to get under your <laughs> under your skin. Like the things you're like insecure about. Like, you're too white, you're too slow, you can't jump, you're a D3 player, you better learn these plays. <laughs> and I was just, He's sitting there like in a puddle on the baseline. Like, uh, I'm trying, coach. <laughs> he's actually a good dude with a gray heart. I know, I know. He'd, oh, he'd yeah. come, you'd see him, like, he'd come up to like people all the time, like yeah. on the off off the side, and you know, say something actually nice to you to build you back up after he spent 10 minutes shitting on you. <laughs> was it, was, was he a Patriots football fan? You guys remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel, because yeah. I feel like, was I, he really? I remember him sometimes in practice, he'd be like, hey, Chase. What's the score? <laughs> and I just have to, I'd have to like give him updates throughout the practice. He's like, all right, thanks. <laughs> was that was that during or after he was drawing middle fingers on the board for you? Oh yeah, it was, yeah. That's pretty yeah. Cool. We have one one time he made me he yelled my name from across the court, so I like sprinted over there, and he wanted a whiteboard, so I gave him a whiteboard. He takes it. He draws a middle finger on it, gives it back to me. He goes, take five minutes before you go out tonight. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was like, thanks, coach. We'll do. That, <laughs> that is that is right there. 100%. He's working for the Bulls now. Like, You think he's doing that to Zach Levine? <laughs> oh, no way. I don't think so. I'm yeah. sure he is. I'm sure he is. Sure yeah. he is. You think so? Oh, shit. I'm sure he is. Yes, he was. He went to. I, I remember he was with OKC with Billy Donovan for a while too. Yeah, he followed him up to Chicago because, um, yeah, he was there. Yeah, <laughs> man, what a guy, Schmidt. Definitely, I, yes, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> so, talked a little bit about the coaches there. What about some of the players you guys played with? Like, who was, who was the hardest guy that you had to guard? Or maybe the best player that was on the team while you were at Tech? Solomon Poole. Oh, good Dude. answer. Yes. That guy, when he wanted to be... Oh, dear, in, yeah. When he wanted to be playing, he was playing. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, that, I mean, that's my answer. I mean, I mean, of course, Marcus George is on very hard to guard, but he's also... You know, four inches taller than me, and 
we we're, we don't play the same position, right? So I'm just thinking of positions that I had to guard. So like yeah. out of the guard, I don't want to guard Solomon. <laughs> do y'all do y'all remember when he first got on campus and was shooting free throws? Oh yeah, off like off the backboard. He was banking them. Yeah. And and he and he didn't miss. But coach they didn't made him change. Coach did not want him shooting bank free throws. So he made him he made him change. I was like, dude, I'd let him shoot that. <laughs> he, he's not missing. He's not missing. No. I remember one of the first practices when we were at Georgia State and he went through the middle of the lane and dunked over um I want to say two people. But I mean it was oh my god. It was nasty, and I'm just like, who is this kid? I mean, I mean, just took off and just threw it down. And I'm just like, wow, I know not to jump with him. Granted, I was never near the paint, but also never trying to jump with anyone. But I'm just, no, he's definitely someone that, hands down, I could never stay in front of, couldn't guard, anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's my short answer there. Yeah, I just stay away from him. He's he's the best athlete I've ever seen up close. I think, um, just the explosiveness, like crazy raw talent. I I had a surprisingly hard time with Corey Hayward. Um, and shout out to my guy Corey. His handle was so tight, um, and he's a big dude. The bowling ball. He is he had the bowling ball. ball. <laughs> I mean, his brother's a Pro Bowl line. <laughs> his other brother yeah. is also on the Steelers, I think. The running yes, back. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's tight end. No, he's on. He's on. He's on the. Um... He's on the Steelers. No, he's on the Steelers. You're right. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He so I, I was like a buck seventy, six feet flat, <laughs> just Love trying to that. stay in front of him, and he would back me down from outside the three point line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hold him. <laughs> <laughs> So shout out to yeah. I was like, look. So I play. Gosh, I've been playing against Corey since I don't know, probably fifth grade. So right, like he's. I'm like I, I know how to play him. Right. Well, look, give him space, let him shoot. Right. That's my that's my answer. Um, but with him, it's like it it was always a a battle with him. I want to say we were at rival schools in high school, um, but at the same time, in high school, and, and same with Chris. So I played against Chris and oh, yeah. actually. Chris, Chris went to Norcross. You went to McEachern, right? Chris went to. Was he from Tifton? <laughs> he went to Norcross, North Gwinnett. And I'm missing a school, but I mean, he, he ended up at North Gwinnett is where he graduated. Um, but yeah, he's he. Um, and then Corey went to uh, Peachtree Ridge. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, and Colin, I wish he would have told me. I, I have all the secrets. I've been, like I said, I've been guarding them for years. I, I could have told you. Yeah, dude. Why didn't you ask him? <laughs> yeah, years we were roommates. We didn't. Really talk yeah, <laughs> can't can't spread all the secrets. Not but, not um, to make y'all laugh, but every time I picture Corey driving to the to the rim, like within as soon as he gets within 
let's say the free throw area, he turns into a teenage turtle from that Halloween where he dressed up like a teenage mutant ninja turtle, and I die laughing. I got. I have that image in my head too. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 was a good costume, but great costume. He painted himself like all green. About oh my goodness. I was like, that had to be a pain. Wash off. <laughs> I think I think this used to make fun of him for that, right? They, they yes. Said, oh, one hundred percent. He was steering into the skin. So yeah. Credit to him. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they said something to it. <laughs> yeah, and and I will say like one more thing on Corey, and I'm like, ah, Colin, I wish you would have had. To- <laughs> Guarding him before his ACL tears and whatnot. Mm-hmm. On top of being so big, he was so explosive. Like to the point where I'm just like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like no one this size should be just jumping up that quickly, that you know, physically and just dunking the ball like this. My goodness, like that. It was a shout out to Corey, by the way. Um, it was a very he turned into a different player after, you know, after his injuries, but I, you had trouble that I would, I would definitely put him up there with Solomon, like in athleticism, explosiveness. Like it was one of those, like, look, not only do you have to stay in front of him and, you know, take the body weight of him, but then once he gets up in the air, it's like, you're, there's no competition. Like you're, you're bouncing off of him and he's throwing it down. Um, So it's like, uh, I, I hate to, Hate to have seen those injuries, but that man, freak of nature, um, you know, coming up and, you know, definitely still a great, great athlete. Or that ACL. Yeah, great player, all that. Um, but, man. Along the same vein, I would say Travis, too. Mm-hmm. The ACL tear. Um, yeah. This is, this is an inside yeah. joke. He's deceptively athletic. Cerebral, <laughs> cerebral player. <laughs> Classic white guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he was quick, man. Yeah, and you had to worry about Travis, but you really had to worry about everybody else. Yeah, he could just get into the inside, and he knew where everyone was on the court. Um, just nasty. He, so yeah, yeah, he I was felt, he was so good. I felt so bad for him though that when he tore it though, it just him shooting free throws by himself over and over, and I just felt so yeah, bad. man. That's yeah. I used to go there. Oh. I mean, uh, I, was, I joked about sleeping in the gym, but um, he used to do that all the time, just trying to rehab his knee. Yeah. He'd get thousands of shots up on the uh, the automatic rebounder every night, sleep yeah. in the gym, do it again the next morning, just trying to come back better. Um, yeah. So it's tough to see, like, dude with so much promise. He's a great player, like, freshman year. He's starting on an AC, you know, starting point guard for an ACC team, yeah. um, helping us win games. Yeah. So it's the the grind of of getting through those injuries and um you know a high high level game where it's monetized to an extent it's uh it's pretty draining but Yeah, I mean we we definitely you know, had some had some good players come through like during that time. It just, oh, 100%. just like like you guys kept saying throughout this whole thing it's like just that last 4 minutes like it just seemed like we just couldn't finish it. <sighs> Reoccurring theme reoccurring theme it's uh winning time i mean i, w- I wish we had a lot of those players now man <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> I'm telling you. Finish this yeah 
100%. Chase knows. I, I've slept in the gym, too, before, too. Yeah. Okay. It's not a bad place to hang out. That's for different reasons, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next topic. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are sleeping in there together, or what, what's up? <laughs> no. no, I took a girl back there one time. To the <laughs> oh, my goodness. Visitor locker to, room. Yeah, dude. After a, a, a fraternity sorority event, I came to in the visitors locker room. So if you ever felt bad about losing to a team on our home court, don't, because they had to contend with what I left in that locker room. That's, oh man! As long as it's my locker, you're good. That's oh great. no, no. Yeah, I, know. I would never. I would never do that to the to the boys. Uh, <laughs> I, I left that for Rashid. All right. how was it playing in an acc game both of y'all like getting minutes in an actual game time like what was give us like the first time you stepped on the court for a game like how you felt and then maybe like best game experience worst game experience or something like that like when you actually got to play because y'all y'all both y'all both got pt which is like something no one can take away from you right it's in there. <laughs> um, I will tell you about my first experience um, of ACC play. It was at Wake Forest. Um, and we, gosh, I don't know, we're on the road. I think we were traveling with, what, what we'll say seven scholarship players at the time, or maybe eight scholarship players at the time. And um, Ray Golden ends up getting hurt. Um, at the time, I didn't think much of it. I'm sitting here kind of joking in the background with Brooks and Aaron, like, ha ha, like, you know, that's not good. Not good, you know, like, well, what are we going to do now? And then it took, oh my gosh, what's coach, oh my God, what's coach's name from North Florida? Bald head, tall. Um, Evans? Coach Evans. <laughs> he comes over to me. He's like, did you get that? Did you hear that? And I'm sitting here like, what? No. Um, and then at that moment, I realized, oh, shit. I might have to go in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, fast forward to like a couple possessions later. Um, I think maybe Corey gets in foul trouble or something like that. Um, and then I kind of get in. Um, I step on the court. I'm, I mean, I'm in shock. I'm like, oh god, like I'm not mentally prepared for this right now. Um, so, kind of, and I'm trying to think through it. I think first play, um, we're inbounding on our side of the court. They're already trapped. They're already doing a full court press. I'm like, oh shoot. So like first play, I try to throw it, you know, fake one high, throw it low. They kick the ball out of bounds. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Um, anyways, after that, whatever, we get the ball up cut court, start running plays, kind of get into the groove of things. All right, fine, kind of got settled. Um, I was playing very passively. Um, because I'm like, I'm I clearly shouldn't be out here, I shouldn't be shooting. So I'm just gonna be here in pass the ball, run the offense, do like I do, you know, like an iron five, you know, right. do what I'm supposed to do. Um, and then at some point, 
Daniel Miller walks over to me. He's like, look, Ronnie, you're out here. If you're open, shoot the ball. I was like, Let me Dan. I, 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 look, yeah, I, he was a, he was a man. He was, yeah, love him. So and and so fast forward. This is like in the second half. I kid you not. Probably like the next possession. It's uh, we're running. Ooh, I want to say three. I'm trying to remember the offense, but you know, we throw the ball. You know, I start from the top, throw the ball to Chris. You know, I run to the corner, whatever. And he and Dan do, you know, screen and roll. I roll, replace. Um, and then Chris throws it back to me. And I'm sitting there. You know, the guy was kind of double teaming Dan a little bit. So I'm like, this is my opportunity. Like, all right, he said, shoot it. I'm going to shoot it. So shot the ball. Guy ends up fouling me. And granted, it felt like a good shot. I hit the back iron, whatever. Felt like a good shot. Um, got fouled, got to shoot three, three free throws. Great. These are my first ACC, uh, you know, free throws of my career. I kid you not. You didn't I miss them all, did you? Free throw line. Like I did look, <laughs> I get the ball and like, I don't even like remember, like, I was like, my form felt weird. I was like, this doesn't feel like how I, you know, when it feels when I shoot free throws, like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Adrenaline's pumping. On top of that, now I see all this shit behind the backboard swirling and people waving, <laughs> and I'm like, we don't look at this in practice. We just have a wall behind us. So now I'm really just like, and you can see it in my face. Like, I have a screenshot on my face of the first free throw, and it screams like, oh, no, I don't know where this ball is about to go. <laughs> Anyways, shoot it, adrenaline running, kind of hits the back, you know, hits the back of the rim, hits the backboard whatever miss i look over at bg he's like furious at me <laughs> like come on like hit those free throws whatever and i'm sitting there like are you kidding me anyways that part kind of i was like all right whatever like that kind of loosened me up a little bit anyways made the next two free throws and i'm like all right now i'm in the game after that i kind of got into the flow of it if you look at more of the clips <laughs> myself stacy got into the game too and we were just wild. Like, it was to the point where I'm like, get a rebound, whatever. Me and Stacy are going fast break, go. Stacy's doing a little spin move, trying to score the ball, whatever. I said, it was iron a little chaotic. Our connection right there. It was chaotic <laughs> to the point, and I love this because Corey, Corey, he was laughing at me at this to the point where it's like maybe two times of going up and down. Maybe by the third time, I'm going, I'm like, it's another fast break. I'm going full speed. And then he, and then you see BG. He's like, "Slow the fuck down!" <laughs> and then I just start laughing. I literally just start laughing. So like, I'm slowing down and laughing. And then Corey's like, "Dude, I can't believe you started laughing when BG said that." I'm like, <laughs> "Look, man, I'm out here. I don't know what. <laughs> I know I'm not gonna get many more chances. I'm out here making the best of it." Um. So that was kind of my first, and I'll say. I guess I won't say best experience, but that was my first experience. And I guess I'll say the best experience, of course, is my my two points at home against Duke. It was in the, let's see, again, Trey was still, Trey Golden was still battling injuries, um, kind of got here in the first half, and they kind of put me out there to start of the second half. We're down by maybe, I don't know, 13, 14, something like that. Um, 
And it was kind of that same mentality. Instead of shooting a three, I decided, you know what, I'm going to drive to the basket, get fouled, shoot a layup, do something. Um, and that's exactly what I did. Kind of the same type of play, screen roll, go away, got the ball, just went straight for the basket. Didn't care who was in front of me. Suleiman was in front of me, kind of did Olay defense, got past him. And then again, I have pictures of my face when I was about to do the layup. And the progression of my face is, oh my goodness, what have I done? Because as I'm going up, you can see Jabari Parker coming at me and I'm like, either I'm gonna get this over his hand or this ball's getting thrown in my face. Luckily made the layup, whatever, got to the game and made a couple of defensive mistakes and then got taken out and didn't get put back in until the end of the game. But Boo. bittersweet moment, definitely the best moment of my college basketball career there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, um, I don't know if I have a worse moment in the ACC play other than having to get off the bench with freaking a minute left at FSU just to foul for two seconds and be like, all right, like, uh, that was, yeah, that sucks. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that kind of sucks. I like, mean, breaks out there, like, all right, I guess we need to foul someone. Um, <laughs> cool. So that was kind of but yeah. still great to be. How about you, Kyle? Yeah, I think, I think my best memory was that Wake Forest game. Um, and I, you know, I, I got some garbage minutes here and there. Uh, I didn't really get to make a significant contribution to, you know, to an ACC game, but Ronnie did that day. Um, shout out to BG for calling his number, but that was such a validation for us. Like we've been working hard in practice. We're in the gym. We're learning the other team's plays. Um, but obviously we, you know, we're a couple of tiers down from those dudes who are playing strong minutes in ACC play against some of the best talent in the country, but seeing Ronnie go out there and just play the game of basketball, like with joy and shoot it when it comes to him, get to the free throw line and smile and laugh and slap five <laughs> with Dan Miller. Um, that was pretty cool for me. Cause it was like, all right, we belong on this court, you know? Um, so I, I appreciate that game. Yeah. I think my worst one is, uh, I was, I was getting some garbage minutes, so no one was really paying attention. Um, but I got a steal, and I was out on the fast break. Um, I'm not that fast, so I got chased down. So I went up for the layup, and I felt the guy coming behind me, felt a little contact. I did like an up and under and dished it off to Aaron Peak, and he was right under the basket for my assists and hit off his hands and went out of bounds. No. So I got, I got my steal, oh. turnover 10 seconds later. <laughs> So I don't think I ever forgave him, but uh, <laughs> you got on the stat sheet though. Yeah, on the stat sheet. That's all I'm trying hey, to do. Yeah, I remember you getting time, dude. That's all. Yeah, I got a few time. minutes there in it. Aaron's got to hook it up. <laughs> got to hook it up. You know, you got to finish that. At the end of the day, you got to finish that. That's right. <laughs> you got to look out for your boys. There you go. No, hundred percent. Well, fellas, cool. now we now we we no longer have BG with with the program. He's down at UCF. We got Passner on the squad. Um, you guys keep up with any of the the current squad at all? You can be honest. 
Um, I do occasionally when my mom texts me, she, you know, she sends me the link. Hey, Georgia Tech's playing today. Um, she's more avid than me. Uh, but I've, I've been following over the last few years. I like some of the things I've seen. It's great to get a ACC tournament championship. Under yeah, our yeah it is. That feels pretty good. Yeah, actually, I, I, I was at that game. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, he texted me black, or he called me black out of shit. You know. <laughs> you the guy that was out there with his shirt off, running across half court. <laughs> no, yeah, but they, they did serve alcohol in there, and it was a good time. I almost got into a fight with the Florida State like high school kid that was like flipped me off on the way out as we beat him. But uh, as uh, as Joe Biden once said, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> Yeah, it's good to see you guys have grown so much since college. That's that's pretty cool. I I know it's been tough the last the last couple of years. I think, um, and it's just I think that's the cyclical nature of recruiting cycles and uh, playing in the ACC. Uh, I think this year is probably particularly tough. It's kind of like some of our old some of our old years early on where um looks like they can rebound the ball pretty solid defense just struggle putting the ball in the bucket i think the shooting percentages are are pretty significantly down this year yeah it seems like they're like real reliant on the deep ball this year and we just cannot shoot threes yeah yeah, we don't have yeah. percentages out there but... yeah to um I went to a BC game because I'm living in Boston now earlier in the season. Um, I remember thinking, like, oh, this is this is two wins for us. <laughs> Let me get them on the schedule. So we'll see. Because I think yeah. they're coming up here in March and now not gonna be around. We just lost uh, to Louisville. We gave them their third win of the year. Yeah, that hurt. I was watching that. Yeah. That hurt a little bit. But we beat Miami, right? We did yes. beat Miami, ranked Miami. Ranked yeah. Miami. It's a common occurrence with Georgia Tech. We and then like my, Miami just beat Duke by like 25 last night or something. Yeah. They, they murdered yeah. him. Yeah. Wow. You never know what tech team you're going to get. I mean, it just comes down to that last four minutes, like we were saying. I, well, look, some some days we just can't put the ball in the basket. And it's. Yeah. yeah some days <laughs> we have four minutes where we don't score. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, that, and that is the. The turning point of the game, um, but yeah, it, for me, it's it's been hard to watch. For me, look, I'm I'm prideful of my ACC basketball, right? So it's been hard for me to see a lot of these SEC teams creep into the top twenty-five. I agree with that. Amen. It's it's uh you know we've lost a lot of you know just and you know not even talking just Georgia Tech specifically, but we lost a lot of you know great coaches in the ACC and. It's it's hard to see all of these teams rebuild, um, and including us. Where look, everyone for the most part in the ACC is, in my opinion, in shambles. Um, so I hope we find momentum and find a way to, I don't know, kind of make a turn and be one of those surprise, you know, top twenty-five teams one of these upcoming years. But it's it's been tough to watch for me, unfortunately. Oh yeah, um, no, I, I agree. Yeah. 
<laughs> it, it, it used to be appointment television for me. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't miss a game, but now it's like, I just can't. I can't put myself through this every night. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 tough. Um, so I, we will we will see. Look, comes ACC tournament time. Of course, I'll I'll tune in and see. You know what we have. Uh, I love. Uh, well, it's kind of the same thing. My parents text me and say, "Hey, Tech is playing." That's that's usually when I tune in. <laughs> um, but it's like outside of that, I'm like, yeah, it's 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 a little tough to watch. At, at this point in age. What do you think, Josh and Chase? Is there a disparity now in the recruiting game with, you know, SEC's getting all the TV contracts and I imagine a lot of NIL deals are going to those schools, maybe some residual from football. You're getting uh, hard questions, dude. Uh, Got to flip it on you. You know, <laughs> we hear from rivals like the NIL deal and, NIL stuff hasn't really caught on at Tech until about this year with the new AD, and that's definitely part of it. But I know we talked about you 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 have some roster issues sometimes, and, and BG we talked about it today. Where you you can't anticipate ACL tears like that's just something you can't anticipate. I think we've had stuff where some guys show promise, you know, the freshman year, and they just haven't developed but at the same time you know I, I at the beginning of the season like i was okay if we just survived right did did okay because passner had won us an acc title he'd shown that he can develop some players yeah. the problem is like we keep running this princeton offense and i don't want to you know i don't want to ever disparage like a player because that's not that's bullshit because you know he's a student athlete just like all of us or i wasn't an athlete but i was a student right you know he's, he's a dude right like i don't want to say that but like maybe it's not the best offense for the personnel that we have in my opinion yeah, yeah and it seems like i mean obviously we won the ac championship which we got lucky uva had covid didn't play a semifinal game so we got to rest but nonetheless we still we still got a first round by still counts. A, a double by and and won the won the championship but um, I think his plan was was good. Like he wanted to like kept saying like get old and stay old, like get these guys in there and stay there, and mm. just have like a bunch of seniors all the time. But now it's to the point where like when like Jose and Moses left, I think he like wasn't prepared for that. And then now all of a sudden we got like all these young guys, and we're playing against like fifth and sixth year ACC teams, and we're just like we can't compete with these guys. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know yeah, you if because we can't like pay them in the NIL or what's going on, but um, we're not my, we're not getting them. Um, my only I'm trying to say this delicately, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah, we don't want to be we don't be assholes. Like that's not fair. No, no, no. Of course, um, but it's I I feel like the times where we've been more successful, like. I'll say more successful um, and had better teams um, is when we've at least had our guard play come from the north. Um, I'm gonna say that. Um, look, I'm a player from. That's a historic thing, though. You're welcome. I know, but it's like, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm a player from Gwinnett County, right? We do breed a lot of great players. Um, 
and a lot of we have bred a lot of NBA players in the past. Um, Lewis Williams, Jody Meeks, uh, who else? Well, we'll start there. Um, but it's like at this, I think at this day and age, a lot of these the NBA talent people from Gwinnett County are no longer not saying no longer, but are not going to the Georgia Techs of the world and going to these other schools. Um, and I think we're trying to kind of dive into the same pool and where it's, don't get me wrong, it's great talent, but I feel like there's a different type of, right? It's got to have that dog in you, right? Um, I really just feel like it's a different type of guard play um, and, you know, kind of energy when we get these uh, guards from the, you know, Chicago, New York, et cetera. Um, and I think, you know, we get that foundation started and then kind of build from there and, and be able to maintain them and keep them on the roster. I feel like we, you know, start seeing a little bit of that, you know, those peaks of success and whatnot that we've seen in the past. Um, I think that's my only, like, thing that I hope for and see in the future. But at the same time, look, these are all great players. They're way better than me. Um, great talents, but... I just think, you know, Paul, you know, Paul Hewitt was a great recruiter, right? From what I heard, not maybe not as good as a coach, you know, maybe coaching wise, X's and O's, whatever. But I do think that's a huge part of ACC basketball where we need to get a little bit better. And I feel like we have all the pieces, right? We're in Atlanta, we're in Midtown. Um, um, granted, of course, I guess technically these are all children still coming to school, so you can't really enjoy Atlanta um but it's still a beautiful campus all that um but it's not like we have all the pieces but just something we're just not you know kind of checking the right boxes to get these you know top 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 players to at least help turn the you know turn the program around etc this and the other so that's that's my only two cents on kind of. We're we're hopeful that the new AD can kind of corral some people together, and it seemed like it was just kind of a an afterthought in the past. I'm hoping he kind of takes it more seriously and gets some people involved. So yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It does. Oh, you good? You got you got to cut loose. Yeah, fellas. About ten ten thirty on a school night, as they say. So, <laughs> I got. Yeah, I'm moving at Central Time. I gotta I gotta roll I'm out, but it was it was good catching up with you guys. I appreciate yeah. you guys coming on. I uh, really enjoyed getting to catch up and see what you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Talk talk doing, about the good times. Definitely, it's good. It's good to talk. Good to, talk to, y'all. Good to see your faces. Appreciate yeah. y'all. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. If, if y'all are cool, you know, we may do this again and just, you know, well, Colin, we'll, we'll, we'll do it like uh, whenever you got, if you want to see a familiar face back home, you know, we're down to talk to you, buddy. You know what? Marcus is playing in Kuwait. I'll, uh, we'll, meet, we'll meet up over there. Yeah, we'll see we'll you there. Hell yeah. <laughs> there we go. That would be, that would be a, a lifetime right there. <laughs> Only some groundwork. That would be awesome. 